Hello loves, welcome to the Quest to the Crest podcast where we delve into all matters and conversations that change the narrative and shape our culture, lifestyle and day-to-day activities. Hello good people, um, favorite humans. <laughs> We're back at it again with my special guest, favorite, by the way, Muna. Um, I don't know if you can be replaced. Can I be replaced? <laughs> That's a tall order. Yeah. Pressure, pressure. <laughs> Man, he, irreplaceable because <laughs> now I have you again for the second episode. Yeah. And this is consecutively. <laughs> yeah. I humbly, I'm humbly honored. (laughs) (laughs) So if most of you don't know, Muna is my long-term friend and long-term, long-time, you know, long-term, (laughs) long-time friend. We did a podcast, my third podcast on veganism and we really expanded on it. And I got a lot of good feedback by the way, Muna. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you have a background nutrition? Am I up? My sorry, say that again. Do you have a background in nutrition? Am I up? <laughs> no, no, hell no. I wish, but yeah, I mean, uh, my veganism, I think, was very well researched before I decided to make the jump. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. my quote unquote nutritional knowledge came from just purely out of curiosity, and yeah, that's. That's just about about it. Thank you. You changed the narrative and this is what the podcast is all about. And at least it's got guys questioning, you know, about like the consumption of meat. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for me, the next topic I wanted to talk about was pretty heavy. Yeah. And I felt like also was very heavy but like as always i know you always have my hand to hold me down this road <laughs> yep for sure <laughs> so may we walk together meet. yeah let's let's make but, the jump <laughs> but first but first things first yeah because this is our second episode together i assume you have a drink or a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's compulsory. So yeah, I literally took already like my first three shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. You're ahead of me, but like we have to take a shot together. <laughs> For so, sure. so I hope you I hope you have yours ready. Yep. Uh what are you drinking before uh, we take a shot? Today today I'm drinking Gordon's gin. Ah gin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah i think the clearer stuff is tends to be healthier but yeah that's a whole discussion on its own (laughs) i know let let me let me let me let me school them i had it's healthier because it Hmm. has botanic elements yeah right yeah and i think maybe (laughs) i don't honestly i don't remember what the, the science was saying but like i think they were saying the fact that it has the most natural elements compared to the other wow. stuff. But I, I don't know. Let me not get quoted on that. I can't quite recall the, the science on that. But yeah, the clear stuff, if you can see through the drink, the clear, uh, the more healthy it is. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, for me, I'm drinking... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's called Cape to Rio. It's from SA, mm. but it's, it's, a, it's a cane spirit. Ah, okay. I've never really understood yeah. what they meant by spirit. Because I used to think spirit is like a blanket name for like alcohol. Like, yeah, yeah, alcohol. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think on that, I need to get my my definitions on check. Yeah. At least these shows were not alcoholics. <laughs> it depends who you're, you're referring to or who you're asking to, to tell us. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. but 
Okay. Um. So let's take a twist. I I already have my shot. Yeah. Same. My... All right. Cheers. Cheers to good conversations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. There's one thing I've learned during my 27 years is taking a shot. My God. What you've not learned or what you've learned. <laughs> Taking a shot and just maintaining like a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm used to it, so yeah. Leave him as well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, I, I, I did, I did forget something last time. By the way, um, just uh, in relation to the to the podcast, um, and you know, just generally what you're doing, I just wanted to give you like you know a big up as a friend, even as a as a as a listener myself uh, when it comes to you know what you're doing on the podcast and you know the the conversations you've just initiated and decided to do you know in your own accord no one's paying you and i just wanted to say it's a good initiative and yeah like for those who are listening man watch out for Charlie, man she's going somewhere and many 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 places on that so yeah like congratulations <laughs> so yeah congratulations on that like these are the conversations i think we need to to have even as young people and you know just the mere fact that we need to change a lot when it comes to our generation and you for sure have started that you know that ball rolling so good good stuff i mean damn thank you uh, i don't know this is because this is the fourth shot of yours or like <laughs> my genuine. <laughs> you're accusing me of only <laughs> <laughs> you're accusing me of giving compliments only when I'm tipsy. That is offensive. <laughs> but yeah, that one with or without alcohol I meant to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's light buns before we get into a conversation which I feel is very sensitive and yeah. heavy. Yeah. And for me, it's very close to me because I have people who are close to me who uh, touch on this matter. But yeah. Um, yeah. So without further ado, yeah. Drum. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to use. The topic, which is, Muna, please tell us. Uh, so today we'll be touching a bit mostly on just the, the the whole LGBT narrative and probably just diving deep into sort of, you know, like explaining and talking about what the LGBT is all about and mostly from us who are, you know, sort of privileged because, you know, both of us are heterosexuals and in that context, we are majority. So, like, these are obviously for those who know, like, this is a very uh, interesting topic because most of the people who actually talk about this um, do it out of ignorance. They do it out of arrogance, you know. So we just yep. thought maybe today we can just even honestly just give them a, a, a helping hand even as those people who are in the majority said it's the same way like during black lives matter the white people came out to support the minority who were the black people so this is sort of like our helping hand and just even just discussing like the mistakes and everything that has to do with our role in the whole lgbt existence so yeah so i feel like it's going to be exciting <laughs> Oh yes, exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Be uncomfortable yeah. for some listeners. <laughs> yeah. But we're here the narrative and talk about conversations that mm. need to be had. Yeah. So get uncomfortable so that you can get comfortable. Yeah. And for me, I feel like now more than ever when humanity is at the brink of apathy, like mm. <laughs> we're seeing What's going on? I feel like this is a conversation we need to have. And for me, I just feel like 
if the pandemic has taught us anything is that right now as humans we need to come together be there for each other a little bit more understanding mm. you know like let's not breed hate yeah and i know you know we all come from love and we can be able to love each other but like for us to love anything we have to understand it and i feel like that's a stepping stone especially for guys who maybe are indifferent towards the lgbtq community yeah. or who lgbtq community yeah yeah now for me i wanted us to start with the pronouns right or rather how they define themselves right yeah um so maybe I know most guys probably grasp it, but maybe yeah. we can just break it down for them a quick one. Yeah. And I've seen right now these LGBTQIA plus yeah. <laughs> community. Mm. Um so maybe we could we could just break it down to them. I know they probably know some, mm. um, but maybe a quick run over so we can alternate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you wanna start? You wanna start? <laughs> you start. Yeah, okay, let me start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh this goddamn this pertains to ladies. Or rather, yes, lesbians. Mm. Let me not say that. This is lesbians, mm. this is same sex within the females, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And sure. and when I it's not just intercourse it's also as well yeah attraction yeah yeah but um but Charlie just before maybe we go into mentioning all the categories I feel like that's one area I personally don't know if we can fully explore because I feel like that will take a whole two hours or three hours to literally define and I feel like um because I was I was I was um actually reading through some of them and there are so many and some of them tend tend to be so complex but like i now feel like that's up to now the listeners to do their homework and you know find out like you know what every every um quote-unquote category literally stands for because there are so many to start with and it's not like we we want to just toss it under the bed but i felt like the categories are so many but like maybe we can talk about the most common ones. It's common okay. ones, yeah. Okay. Just yeah. just to fly through because of uh, obviously time and all that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm. So do I start again or like? Yeah, yeah. We can just pick up proof. where you left off. Yeah. Okay. So mm. I think yes, lesbian. So lesbians are basically same sex. Um, relationships mm. and when i say relationships I mean in terms of like attraction yeah. and as well um sexual mm. um intact mm. um yeah and i think we have gay yeah yeah for gay guys um obviously it's um the f- those who identify as men and who are also attracted to people who identify as men and yeah, that's the other yeah. thing. Like we need to be very specific about, or rather, let me not say specific. We have to be sort of like accommodative because like th- that's the other thing, like gender or rather sex is not gender and vice versa, you know? Yeah. yeah so sure. like, we, we need to be also careful about like our definitions. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. what a gig person is. Um, there's also maybe I can talk about like a few more before we go back to you. Yeah. So let, go ahead. Yeah. So also the, there are those who call themselves bisexual. Obviously, this is someone who's also attracted to more than one sex or gender. Then there is one which is interesting called the pansexual. So these are people who can be attracted to all different kinds of people. So this is regardless of their sex or their gender identity. So this is just someone mm. who is like sort of very 
open-minded, if I may say that. And then obviously there's um, oh. the asexual, you know, those are those of those people who don't have any sexual attraction to other people. So yeah, so which I find interesting. Right. I I never knew. Uh, I, I never knew that existed until like yeah. I actually like getting deep into yeah. you know learning all these yeah. definitions yeah. of gender, yeah. you know the sex that comes, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but like I know we're not trying to dig too deep into it, yeah. but like, could you just a bit more intersexual? Is it that they're not attracted to people, or is it a choice? So, um, is that one thing I found out was, um, uh, sexual, there's, there's, uh, sort of like when you're talking about orientation, there's two, two facets of it. So there's sexual orientation and romantic orientation. So for, for most people, uh, sexual orientation, sexual orientation is just basically who, or whatever you see in someone that spikes or, um, you know, it's what you see sexually arousing or attractive in someone. So this is basically the physicality and all that. But when it comes to romantic orientation, it's the tendency to maybe, let me say, feel... Romantic. Yeah. So... Maybe you can talk of the rest, maybe transgender. Yes. So when it comes to transgender, this is basically somebody who has decided to transition into a different sex. And by sex, I mean gender and sex. No, it's actually gender. Most of the time it's gender. There are those who actually go ahead and get the sex uh, physiologically reassigned. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so gender is, remember, gender is just um, basically who you think in your mind you identify it's as. It's like gender by... Yeah. True. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But, but don't those people tend to... So you're telling me that because I'm also learning as yeah. well because maybe I had a definition yeah. is because I thought that they tra- that transitioning because they're taking the steps to becoming this person or oh, it's not a must they take the steps. Uh, for some, for some, uh, they actually go through the whole process, which is um, from from uh, changing their names. Uh, officially going with their sort of like gender, the desired gender expression, and they follow it up all the way to uh, changing their their physiological sex. And this is uh, this yeah. is what I think they call the the um the gender reassignment. Although I think it should be more of sex reassignment. So yeah, so this is where yeah. now they get the surgical process to literally stump that fact that they are of a specific gender yeah so yeah so maybe maybe even before we continue with the definitions you know um these when it comes to the lgbt there for me i i look i look at them as four facets and this is one gender identity which is Mm. how you in your head define your gender and you know how much you are lying with what you know understand to be the options for gender so like when it comes to gender identity full spectrum of womanness and manness like something I, I was reading on the gender bread person i think i sent it to you so like yeah what it means is like it's basically what society has prescribed for us like the gender binary like yeah if you're but, a male you're yeah. a is and this is what a male does in terms of like behavior, the rules, and everything. Yeah, but gender like, identity. Woman is, you know, yeah, this and she does. 
yeah. does this. But I feel like that's more of that definition. It's more of gender expression. So, like for me, gender identity is what you have in your head, like what you think you as Shali is. Are you, you are. Yeah. Yes. So, are you like yeah. a woman? Are you a man? Are you both or neither? You know, the the, the gender identity is what you feel you identify as. So now, but when you come to now gender expression, this is how now you present that gender through your action. So this is now where now the social norms come in. So it might be through your dressing, your demeanor, how you talk, how you, you know, express yourself in general. So remember, like, gender identity, we are talking about the womanness and the manness. Like, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a how can I call it, like a, it's a spectrum of, of some sorts, which it actually is. So you mm-hmm. are like, on the on the woman's side, you might fall uh, very high up on the woman's side, and then on the man's side, like you're you're sort of like on the low side. So like, there's no one uh, stand which can be literally um, be defined. And even if it, it's defined as let's say like you're a man, the different mm. um, uh, variations of that. So that's why I was saying there's a strong uh, difference between gender identity and gender expression. Yeah, so like gender expression. So gender gender expression is basically Mm. what you're doing or what how you're expressing your yourself on the outward. So there's that. So so sometimes, not most times, your gender expression is informed by your gender identity. Uh sort of it's influenced by gender identity sort of not always sort of yeah sort of yeah but you you have to there's usually a pattern but they're not you can't say one is caused or one causes the other because gender expression remember this is in terms of um how we we present ourselves in terms of gender norms so like let's say i'm a man i identify as a man that's my gender identity but like I wear women, I tend to be very feminine in my dressing. Mm. In terms of gender expression, I'll be on the feminine spectrum, but like my gender identity is still a man. But you see, this doesn't mean just because I dress, like I wear like feminine clothing or express myself more on the feminine spectrum, doesn't mean my identity yeah. changes or is influenced by that. So it's it's sort of Which, complicated, but that's this 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 is, this is very good. We've gotten into this yeah. um conversation. Yeah, we were still doing the definition, and I think we'll still finish it. Yeah. but then I think trying to address the idea of transsexual, we've come to realize yeah. that the a difference that it includes both gender gender identity and gender expression. Yeah, so. Now, which goes to say that also there are certain cases where you could have a heterosexual, right, who mm. their gender identity is male and they know they're male. Yeah. But sometimes how they express themselves are in feminine ways yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. A chick could be, her gender identity is mm. uh, female, but sometimes the way she expresses herself mm. is um, money. But does yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. this person is gay or lesbian exactly. or rather in the LGBT community, which most people don't understand. The, the whole thing is they're all in the LGBT community, but like um, the LGBT community is very uh, it's very wide in terms of um, yeah one it's it's in groups. If you notice, like transgender has nothing to do with sexual orientation, so that's something to do mm. with gender identity gender expression yeah. same nothing to do with sexual orientation but now sexual orientation is now when we are talking about attraction and this is when you're touching on gay lesbians and you know all the sexual orientations that have been defined so yeah there's that um there's that distinction that people need to be aware of where my gender identity my gender expression 
or my biological sex has extremely nothing to do with my sexual orientation. So you see, like, mm. what the definition I used, like, let's say, for instance, um, I identify as a man, but my gender expression is what, in terms of, like, my, the, the spectrum is sort of, like, femme or feminine. Mm. Yeah. So you'll find mm. that still, as much as I'm feminine in my gender expression, mm. I'm still attracted to women. So you you literally mm. find this weird misconception that you find some a, a, a man who identifies as a guy is very mm. feminine in his gender expression, but people are still mm. shocked that he's not gay. When that, mm. those are differently, those are two differently grouped uh, phenomena. So we need to be also be aware that one when it comes to the whole. Um, gender thing it's it's one of those things where people they they understand they think they understand but most people don't understand and you see that's the thing gender gender is not binary it's not male or female it's not like mm. or so it's it's a whole spectrum which uh inter interconnects with femininity and masculinity and it's a it's a very complex thing so that's why we haven't even touched on sexual orientation yet because sexual orientation is regardless of who you identify as in terms of gender. It's what you find attractive. Yeah. So yeah, mm. there's that. And that's, that's, who, where we're, that's where we get into the pansexual, right? So pansexual, uh, not really. Pansexual are just those people who are... If I'm if I'm correct, the people who are attracted to anyone in the sense that they're not limited to to uh, sex or gender or uh, or yeah, so they're very sort of like they they they're not specific in terms of like those definitions. So they're sort of like very liberal, quote unquote. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to say non-pansexual people are not liberal but yeah these are people who are attracted to all different kinds of people so it's regardless of their sex or gender identity yeah no not okay we're not as liberal as them but we don't judge them we celebrate them yeah live your best life yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the thing you see um maybe maybe before you say what you're saying that's the thing like no, all these things uh, gets to show us like none of these things or this um, let me say identities are chosen. You find yourself choose um, literally mm. just having a preference. Like for surely, for sure, I can ask you like when was that time in your life you decided to be straight? You know, like it wasn't a choice. You just I found did. yourself. <laughs> huh? I started dating Ali. That's what I mean. Yeah. Ali. But yeah. I started dating. <laughs> <laughs> but you even before the yeah. dating part, there, there was a certain preference you found yourself gravitating towards, and this is like in your case, attra- being attracted to a guy, right? But you can't say for sure, Ati. There's a time in your life, Ati, you you at crossroads and you had this sheet of paper where you're being told you can choose women, you can choose a bisexual to be a bisexual, or you can choose to be men. You know, you just found yourself gravitating towards. A certain preference and this in your case was you like men so mm. the thing when it comes to to our brothers and sisters in the lgbt community none of them none of them ever chose that so one thing also even psychiatrists and psychologists are getting to 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 understand about the human sexuality and the, the whole gender uh, thing is we as humans, first of all, are very complex, and it's it can't be just narrowed down to to two genders or two attractions, whether you're you know male or female or you're you're straight. Even homosexual is just a small chunk of the cake. Like attractions and gender identities are whole whole very complex uh, thing. And that's why. Earlier on, I was like, I don't think we can really expound on the whole gender. Oh yes, oh, yeah, the I get it. Yeah, 
it's very very much interconnected but like for for those guys who really want to understand like the whole interconnectivity of gender identity gender expression biological sex and sexual orientation i really recommend a, a website called the gender bread man so mm. their website they really have this very simplified uh, infographic which actually breaks down the definitions and the good thing here they use um they're using uh, illustrations so you get to understand and to sort of internalize yeah so yeah maybe maybe i've answered that part in terms of like <laughs> understanding uh, the the whole interconnectivity of this thing but like it's complex like i myself i'm still learning like, till today <laughs> yeah it's true like when I- the research is complex but like Muna, we've already uh defined yeah. you know the l g the b mm. now i think let's try and define for them what transgender is in a more simpler way yeah without probably bringing because i know we've done the research so we yeah. can understand in terms of identity and gender expression but i hope they understand what that is as we go along in terms yeah. of gender identity that's like how you identify yourself in your head you're just like i know i'm a woman and i know i'm a woman mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. gender expression is how you decide to express yourself outwardly yeah, exactly. to the outside world. exactly yeah mm-hmm. so um now let's expound now on or rather let's make it easier to for them to understand transgender yeah so transgender is basically um as remember we we've made a a, a, a distinction between gender and sex. So sex is the mm. physiological part and gender is the the psychological uh, element to the identity like mm. who you think you are. So for for yeah. transgender these are people who basically whose gender and um sex they were assigned at birth doesn't really correspond and they feel like they want to transition to a gender that they feel they identify with yeah so these mm. are who are um yeah basically they literally want to transition into a, a, a gender they choose mm. to identify as and remember it doesn't even have to be male or female some people identify mm. as both and some people just say based on the definition of, of male and female doesn't i don't fit in that category so they say um a miza or yeah mm, yeah. yeah so okay. yeah so I hope, I hope sorry i hope you made that clear for them yeah yeah i hope it's yeah. it's i hope it's i hope it's clear for them yeah and so now like in terms of q i saw there was queer and then there was questioning yeah. which i went in terms of back and forth because mm. now when i went to queer, mm. yeah. queer was basically an umbrella mm. of the lgbtq meaning yeah. that they could fall in between any of the lgbt mm. yeah yeah and then questioning is basically they're trying to find yeah, what they really themselves with yeah they're trying to figure out like where in terms of their sexual um orientation or even their gender but they queer in this sense or, or not queer questioning in this sense um actually refers to those who are questioning their sexual orientation and their, their gender identity as well so they're, they're they're still trying to find out where they they lie yeah so yeah but let me tell you something interesting about queer because you know like the definition the dictionary definition of queer is something sort of derogatory it's like calling someone weird so mm. yeah so like that's where the original word or rather the meaning came from like these were people who are just when when lgbt people are called queer it was sort of like a derogatory term so what they did mm. was sort of like reclaimed that word. I can give you an example like where that happened. Like you see like the way the the term nigger was reclaimed by the black people. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like they took that word and they used it among themselves for positivity. So you'll hear black people call each other, yo, my nigga, you know, my nigga is so good. But yeah, yeah, white people call you that. Yeah, but when (laughs) when the people who are not black people call you a nigger, that's now the word is being used as a weapon. It's literally being weaponized. So that's what yeah. Culturally, you'll notice even when when it comes to many terms like even bitch, like you know the way women will call each other bitch, Ooh, where you bitch, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, um, can you imagine a man walking up to you and calling you a bitch? It slaps different, you know. It's it's different. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It does. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. So that's what. That's what maybe the cultural context of the word queer sort of came came through from what I I I connected. They sort of reclaimed that word and made it theirs. And yeah, they're just like, yes, I'm queer. So fucking what, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. I I, I who's mm. not probably mm. in the community mm. offensive or it acts as a weapon to call. Um. Somebody who's questioning queer. Not, not really, not really. I, I wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't think so. Because um, they've really embraced that word and they've actually now given it a new meaning. So like, as much as it wasn't, it, it's not as intense as the word nigger. I don't think referring to someone as queer, especially if they refer to themselves as queer, is a bad thing. I, unless maybe you're, refer, you're, you're using that as an insult. You, you get but yeah. the the word queer now I guess has sort of been adopted and they've sort of reclaimed that word and used it for some positivity. But like just just looking just still on the queer word, I, I still feel like I don't also don't know what exactly queer is. So when it comes to the Q, um mm. when it comes to the Q, I'd rather go with questioning, but I know queer has been used alternatively as just a blanket LGBT term, but there's a lot of yeah. like um, um, discussion. Like, what does queer really mean? Is it like a group, a specific yeah. group? So yeah, there's, they're mm-hmm. there to also to, to literally give it a a good definition because even members of the LGBT don't know exactly what queer is as much as right now. I can say it's being used as a blanket term for LGBT, but I could be wrong. Again, this is, remember when we started, this is um, us trying to be as educated as possible when it comes to LGBT brothers. So, yeah, so anyone who actually feels like they can correct us on a few things, we'd be very happy to to do that, right? Yes, yeah. and, and, I, and I feel like, I feel like we're passionate about this topic, yeah. but I felt yeah. I feel like if we mm. really had like an LGBTQ member, it would be easier. But of course, we understand yeah. why you know it's mm. hard for mm. because we both reached out. So why it's hard for somebody to try and come up here and like discuss these things because yeah. you know one, it's illegal in Kenya. Yeah. Two, you know any repercussions that could follow the said person who'd be mm-hmm. willing to speak up, you know. Yeah. Um and that just goes to show the amount of struggle. Discrimination. Mm-hmm. Struggle to just be you mm-hmm. or be different. Mm-hmm. Um you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just shows how they're suppressed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, they they definitely are. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 how they're suppressed. And for me, I just I can't imagine having mm-hmm. to have this human experience where I cannot be able to express myself. Yeah. In terms of my gender identity and my yeah. gender expression, yeah. just because of old archaic ways, or mm-hmm. just because people don't understand or just because of societal norms that just don't make sense anymore because yeah. you know like mm-hmm. yeah and that's insane. and that's quite interesting um maybe i don't i don't know if i cut you off that maybe you had something else to add yeah i mm-hmm. i i feel like 
um, I feel like we finished the definitions. I feel okay. Mm. It's it's quite vast, and that's maybe why it's LGBTQ plus plus <laughs> yeah, plus many others yeah. Mm. And yeah, and many others. But maybe one thing also just touch on before we even mm. delve into where we were, because I feel like sorry we've gone back is. Mm. Um, I saw there was LGBTQI, and I was very curious about the I. Yeah. And I learned intersexual, yeah. meaning that this is somebody who's born with both sexes. Yeah. The male and the female part. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And we also have that in Kenya. Uh, I mean, we have that everywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We also have that in Kenya. Mm. But we have that everywhere. And most people don't even know. And mm. I, I was in a conversation um, mm. with a friend of mine who's, you know, has very many friends um, in the LGBTQ plus communities mm. and was telling me that in the US, there are people who are born with both sexes Mm. And sometimes what happens is the doctor realizes that and mm. the doctor makes a decision on what sex this person shall have. Uh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Can be born with both, then the doctor decides what to take out. Yeah. And does not inform the parent because they apparently don't want to burden the parent. Mm. You see now how that becomes a problem yeah. you know, because mm. you're not giving the said person a choice. Yeah. So maybe you decide that, okay, this person is going to become male and probably this person grows up struggling, mm. wondering like, why am I having an identity crisis? Why yeah. am I battling with this? Yeah. But it's because maybe a doctor mm. decided to take away your mm. privilege of choice. Yeah. And I mm. But now, I think it's in Germany where mm. it's legal for you to cut off any parts mm. without the parents' consent. Yeah. And I even feel like maybe let the person be sort of quote-unquote intact until they're of legal age to make that informed decision before you do that. Exactly. You see, that's the problem. Yeah. Like, the sort of like the... The, the phobia and the injustice has gone so deep, even into the medical professions, even the psychiatrists themselves. Some of them are so mm. homophobic, and these are people, these are groups, again, remember, who are very, the mental health um, struggle is above normal, uh, the, the, the rest mm. of the population. So, yeah, like, so something so complex like this obviously can be misunderstood even with people who are sort of quote-unquote the professionals in that field because again there's yep. that education and and um, understanding that we are still trying to grasp but like people are not humble enough to say you know what this is something intriguing let me mm. sort of like you know put my biases aside or my ignorance and take a more calculated approach so that's why I feel like, yeah, yeah even the, the the example you've given is lacking, you know, that very yeah. calculated approach. And the fact that you don't know something, admit it. You say this is something quite, um, quite uh, interesting in your, in your, in your experience. Yeah. yeah. And you can just say, you know what, let me seek alternative opinion and see where it takes me. So yeah, like, and that's why, and that's why maybe even for the bigger discussion of, for the people who are not LGBT, I think that the first thing we need to do is one, educate ourselves, and two, extend mm. our empathy. Because like, the biggest problem I also had, and it was something I had to tell myself, like, yo, you've been a shitty human being in terms of this and that, you need to stop acting like this, was... The fact that I realized, one, I was very ignorant, and two, I lacked mm. any sort of uh, sense of empathy towards our brothers and sisters in the LGBT 
So you'd find like, yeah, I was just regurgitating and I, I even did that IG live some time back. Like I was just regurgitating what I was taught. I didn't, I wasn't doing it yep. out of informed these uh, informed uh, research or one. Or well, I mean, or that's one. About experience you've had. Yeah, and, exactly. You know. Yeah. So like we're just looking at the, the very um, conventional way these people have been treated and we think, yeah that that's that's not something I should accept. And we haven't even done any research, you see, or even talked to anyone. But yeah, like just going back to what you, you said like earlier on, yeah, as we were even looking for people to bring on, on the podcast, it became challenging, like we ended up not getting anyone. And it's because of yeah. the stigma these people expressed they're gonna face if I do come out on your podcast. I'd love to come and, you know, talk to your listeners, but no, I can't come out because you know the nature of the country, you know the nature of my family, you know. And there were, for me personally, I talked to around five, six people and I asked them, like, we'd love to have you on this podcast episode because I feel like maybe it's their chance to talk about their their experience. But again, we're still in that... um, situation where these guys don't feel comfortable talk, coming out and let alone even talking about it. Yeah, so that's why, like, remember I told you, let's just still go ahead with it because I feel like we yeah. as people who are in the uh, in the certain, certain like, um, majority position in most, uh, in most yeah. times, like, we need to hold these people's hands and Tell them, like, yo, we love you and, you know, just be who the fuck you want to be. Like, don't let stupid, ignorant people tell you who you should be and, you know, we'll have your back. And the moment it starts with us, other people will realize that it's a position they need to take. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and that's, that's such a cool thing to say because yeah. even if talking to, sorry to refer to other people as heterosexuals, but like, mm. if we can even talk to the heterosexuals and really ask them, mm. what is it genuinely <laughs> about the LGBTQ plus communities that you do not like? Yeah, I can promise you, you will constantly get a stereotypical answer mm. that they have, they have bought into. Mm. You, like, I mean, it can be from one conversation to the other. Like, mm. somebody who's homophobic probably talks with another person, influences them. This person goes, talks to a bunch of boys or whatever. Yeah. So, when you begin to hate, and I, and I feel like anyone who hates another person is because they haven't taken the time to understand them. Yeah. To really understand what they mm-hmm. Because for me, I I don't understand why anyone needs to be homophobic towards them. They're not yeah. a threat to our community, mm. our livelihood. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I also usually get, like, comments from guys that just, like, as long as they don't hit on me. Yeah, and that's the that's a stupid thing. Like, me, I usually wonder, I first of all... That- First of all, chances are you're not all that attractive. But the moment you hear this sort of like a gay person in the room, now you feel like your attraction has shot through the roof and these people will not even control themselves and they'll be all over you. First of all, sit sit down and shut the hell up. Like, just, 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 that's being egotistical. Like, what the hell? Where do you think everything is revolving around you? You know, just shut the hell up and just be good to the other person. Yeah, but but you see, that's the thing. When there are a bunch of, are you gonna be like, mm. as long as they don't need on me? Yeah. And this is why, like, it's there's a lot of double standards yeah. because I'm a babe. Uh-huh. Let's say I'm in a social setting, mm. and a guy approaches me. Yeah. Finally, hear him out. If I don't feel you, I'll just politely decline and be yeah. like, no, thank you. Yeah. For various reasons. Yeah, and that's that's exactly just the same way mm. you should deal with it. Yeah, regardless so of the orientation. It, yeah. Mm. So why is it now uncomfortable for you 
to just politely decline. Yeah. Why are you now making it a whole big deal? Yeah. You know. Mm. Like, come it, on. Yeah, Get and that's and that's the thing. Like we've we've sort of like been taught to sort of really look at the LGBT community at a very depraved through a depraved lens and a very perverted lens. Like we should treat these people as sexually uh deviant people. Like why why where the fuck are we reducing a whole human existence to the yeah. quote unquote sexual conduct, which we don't even know of. Like what who makes you like what why does it matter what they're doing in the bedroom? You know, that's True. their business. It's not your business. Yeah, it's it's not True. any of your business. So like we should I feel like accord them the respect they have and that's that's a dignity we as straight people have not given them for the longest time. Like the, the, the moment you realize someone is gay, the conversation is shifting to a sexual like uh, conversation. Yeah. Like, so how do you do it? So what do you like? I'm like, that's not a conversation you tend to have with straight people. But like the moment they are appearing as fascinating, now you want them to sort of like answer your curiosity and you're forgetting you're literally robbing this guy or this person their their entire fucking dignity like just calm the hell down exactly mm, like so yeah i mean it's interesting like you brought up the fact that like yeah these people who like are very categorical about as long as this guy doesn't do any of his feminine or gay stuff around me like that's okay with me first of all we live in a free country free one freedom of expression freedom of you know to be who you are and second yeah. like they have the right not to be discriminated based on any of the things we've talked about and mostly orientation or gender identity so i feel like people need to look back at themselves and wherever you got that ignorant position and i was there myself me i had to sit down myself and say yo me i've been ignorant and you know let me sort of like get curious and see why these people are the way they are and that's it for today my fellow humans remember to always keep it tight keep it right and keep it light